Okay, when Chavisha Talmidim on page Samaches, on page Samaches, in this in this parak, in this, in this parak, the, uh, the Rebbe is dealing with the subject of of um, of shiftless shiftless Maruma. That there's a certain type of, of behavior that would that would seem, on the one hand, to indicate that the individual is exceedingly humble. The fact that he, the fact that this person is always mindful of what everybody else says, is always concerned with other people, what other people are thinking, and and uh, and lacks a sense of independence and so on, would seem to indicate that we're dealing with somebody who's who's uh, who's extremely humble. And has a, a low opinion of himself. On the other hand, what the Rebbe is going to explain is that what the Rebbe is showing us is that, on the other hand, um, this person displays, uh, in other respects, he displays many signs of gaiva, of, of, of conceit, and, an, and uh, an obsession with himself. And uh, so the Rebbe is addressing these in Yanam and the Parak. And first he was talking about, we started the seventh Parak last week. And he was talking about the machla, the sickness of a person, of a person who's misbayesh. It says in the beginning of Shulchan Aruch, lo yisbayesh neiv meyadam hamaligim love. That there's a person who is there's there's the type of a person who a child, a person who is so completely um, who's so completely um, 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 concerned with what people think of him and how people are going to evaluate him. That he simply is not able to, he simply is not able to um, to develop um, an independent, uh, independent sense of self, and as a result of that, he slept along with every single thing, um, with every single thing that, that that people tell him and that people are doing, and that this type of abusha, this type of embarrassment or shame of what people will think of him, is something that that if it's not cured, if it's not dealt with when a person is young, like all other problems with me, this. That if it's not dealt with when a person's young, it's very difficult to separate from that it's, uh, when one gets older. So we're on page Samach, I believe on page Samach has, yeah. yeah. Let's go over, we, we, we started this, but we're on page Samach has, uh, where it says, Hagyele Bereshis his Patchus Daito. Hagyele Bereshis his Patchus Daito. The child at the beginning of his intellectual development, at the beginning of his awareness, as he matures, we learned since he really doesn't have his own way of understanding of understanding his environment on his own. He doesn't really know how to make a distinction between good and evil on his own. The low ruach there's no ruach within him that is that is telling him that this is what you should this is what you should do and this is what you should avoid. So therefore, we understand and it's right. It's only natural and, and necessary that that this that the child be collate. We learned this. We're just reviewing this a little bit. That the child that the child um, absorb 
different um, concepts and, and opinions from outside of himself. On his own, he doesn't know what to do. He has to only go by what he sees as good and bad in the eyes of the adults around him. In other words, so from the early from the earliest days, the child is learning that in order to survive, he has to basically adapt, absorb, and imitate. He learns that from the earliest age that he that the only he's going to make it is by imitating, and and therefore he says what happens very often is kshiyigdal, as as he matures he continues in this way, and gama azlayik nadas he doesn't acquire his own das and his own and his own ruach. And just like when he was a child, what ruled completely over him was the opinion of others. So too, even now, as he grows older, this continues in his life. He he's prepared to submit and to bend down, to bow down to any of the narishkeit of of of, uh, of those around him. And he's always worried that he's always worried that they shouldn't mock and make fun of him, the people around him. And everything that he does is only to try to appear attractive, not physically, but that as well, but to to, to appear, to try to appear uh, good in the eyes of others, and to uh, and he's constantly worried what others think of him. And see, this is a wondrous thing. This is what I was talking about before, that there are people who seem to be, who seem to have this uh, conflicting, these two, conf- these conflicting Nagoim. Uh, the conflicting illnesses. On the one hand, on the one hand, the, there's shiflus and chesron das atmos. The person has um, a, a terrible lack of of uh, of, of self-esteem. And he also does not. He also is does not have this, which is called das atzmis. Das atzmis means he doesn't he doesn't form his own way of looking at things. So that's on the one hand, he's not independent. And on the other hand, this seems to be very odd. On the other hand, there's that gasus and the yeshus that very that that there is that gaiva that conceit. that we're talking about in the sixth part. This is the most common thing in the world. On the one hand, on the one hand, the, this this uh, this child will will uh, will imitate every single member of his particular of his group, or every one of his peers. He'll imitate and try to impersonate and try to impress. On the other hand, when it comes to his parents and to his teachers, whatever they say is wrong. There's absolutely no, there's absolutely no effort. Not only is there no effort to, to, um, to accept the the opinions of of his teachers and his parents, but other rabbi, his his whole chiyus is dafke rebelling against what his parents and his teachers tell him. So it seems very odd. On the on the one hand, we see we see it, a child who appears to us to be extremely humble, because in his group in his group he doesn't seem to exert. Uh, influence. He doesn't seem uh, a b. He doesn't seem to be an independent type of thinker. 
because he'll dress and, and, and talk like everybody else in his group and he only wants to please the members of his particular group or of his class of that chevre so he, he's, he obviously does not have a strong sense of self on the other hand, on the other hand, if his Rebbe tells him to go to the left, he goes to the right. His parents tell him to get up, he goes to sleep. <coughs> he, he, he ridicules and laughs at everything that the older people are telling him. So when it comes to when it comes to his friends, he doesn't have an independent self. And when it comes to his parents and teachers, all he's saying is to the parents and teachers, you don't understand me, I'm different than you are, I have my own life. Let me live my own life. Stop bothering me. Get off my case. All the all the that are that are, that have been used to the point of uh, uh, to, to the point of absolute uh, uh, nausea uh, by by teenagers. I don't. Uh, you don't have. Why do I have to do what you do? Why do I have to listen to you? And you can say like, why do you have why do you have to listen to to, to every other person in the world except me? So we see this. We see this conflict. When it comes to his parents and teachers, he seems to have very strong opinions. And he has his own das. Which, of course, is not even his das. It's just what his friends are telling him to say anyway. He doesn't have his own das. And what is his own das? So to speak, it's not his own, but his own das is... Just exactly what the what, what exactly what everybody around him is telling him, except his parents and teachers. What the television is telling him, what the songs are telling him, what the friends are telling him, what the latest uh, newspaper magazine article is telling him, what uh, what the teacher, uh, the, the professor in college is telling him to be a way of life, and so on. All of that, he's mavatul his das to these people. He's mavatul his das to, to everything outside of him. Except as far as his inner world is concerned, meaning his parents and those who truly understand him or love him, his teachers, his parents, and so on, as far as that's concerned, nobody knows anything. And he continues on in this way, like, like a sheep that's led to the slaughter, following all the ideas and, uh, that, that, are, are, that he hears around him. So he says, that you, meaning the the the, uh, the good Bachram, who see these kind of individuals, you 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 laugh at this, you make fun of such a thing. people the, the stupidity of this, the Narishkeit. Geyus v'yeshus kazais. Look at he says he's saying he's saying fellas, look at this personality. On the one hand, he says Geyus v'yeshus. There's this unbelievable gaiva and and ego to spit in the face of his parents and teachers. And what's all of this? What does he use all of this sense of self? What does he do with all of this? He makes himself into a shmata, a shmata to all of his friends, and a shmata to every single, you know, any single idiot that comes that 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 that, uh, that is in control of uh, that's in control of his particular uh, of that particular group, or that he uh, uh, that he hears about or reads about, and so on. So he says, if you think about it, this is the most pitiful thing in the world. Here's a person with, that, that, that shows signs of unbelievable gaiva and yeshus. And on the other hand, 
he's mavatl himself, mamish like a shmat in front of every in, in, to, to every single actor in the movies, or every single singer, or any single ball player, and so on, like a like a shmat to anybody in his chaver. And it's usually it's usually the lowest the, the lowest element of that of that chaver that's most that's most uh, intimidating, and the and the one that he's trying hardest to 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 please. So he's trying to please his friends. He's trying to please he's trying to please. Uh, People that he doesn't even know. You know, he's trying to please, uh, you know, he's trying to please Michael Jackson or somebody that he's never even met, and and somebody that somebody that's that's not, you know, that that's uh, somebody that, that that that's not that's not worth being concerned with at all, if, with the exception maybe of the hope that society would get rid of such individuals, and he, he and and he's trying to he's trying to live up to to Michael Jackson's expectations of him. He's trying to live up to, you know, the people that are trying to live up to, to Elvis Presley's uh, hopes and dreams of what he or she could become. We're talking, you know, some 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 dead alcoholic, or whatever he was. And this is and this is this these are people that 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 this child or this teenager is concerned with their opinion, their views of what he is. But but his parents say we think that this would be a good idea for you or his rebellion. Or, or a Torah that's been working for thousands of years says that this is the way you should live, and a gaiv and a yeshus, and you don't know anything. Who do you think you are? I have my own way. I'm my own person. I'm my own person. And I've mentioned many, many times that it was always a pella in the 60s and the 70s that was that was mass breeding such such rebellious uh, uh, teenagers and adolescents and so on. Everybody who had to do their own thing and wanted to be their own person, yet they all dressed and spoke. The exact same way and listen to the same music. They were such fiercely independent people. That generation of the 60s, the 70s, you know, that hated the establishment, hated the establishment. But if somebody would come along and say, if somebody would come along and you know with a normal haircut that, that listened to classical music or something, so they say, you know, what's the matter with you? You you know you, you're strange. So the guy says, no, I I personally this is what I I like classical music. I mean, I, I like that. I don't like. I don't like you know Grateful Dead. I like classical music. That's what I like. You were out of the. You were out of the chaver, because if you weren't exact like everybody else in the chaver, then 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 you you were out. You were rejected. Which is a pellet, because all that chaver ever spoke about was being your own person. We can't stand the establishment because that, the establishment, the the parents, they're forcing us to. They're forcing us to, to to be like them. They're forcing us to to lose our 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 own you know our independence and our own personal views and way of life and so on. But but they had the harshest rules. Those uh, so-called uh, the free-spirited, the free-spirited uh, you know every one of them every one of them was against the war in Vietnam. There wasn't one that thought it was a good idea. Chappelle. I mean, I, I I don't think it was particularly a great idea myself, and there are many of us that might have thought that it was a mistake. But it's Chappelle that every single one read the same read the same books, listened to the same comedians, the same music, and anybody that said that I personally think this is you know I personally think uh, otherwise was was uh, asked this. Same way you have now the liberals, the same thing. It's the same with, with that that whole mahalach. It's the same exact thing. They always they're always talking about. About freedom of thought, and about um, exactly what liberal it means to be liberal—that you're, you're unfettered, you're free to be whoever you want and to think whatever you want—and yet all of them think and feel the same things. It's a. This is all. The, this is the conflict that the Rebbe is talking about here. The gayus and the yeshus, that 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 unbelievable that unbelievable arrogance, arrogance, 
arrogance to, 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 to spit in the face of the Torah, to spit in the face of his rebellion and parents, the arrogance. And on the other hand, he's, he's a meek and humble follower when it comes to every Narishkite in the world. This is the Maisa Mechalyam. We see this all the time. Kachi Lohem. Geyusim Shiflus Neshchasa. So he says, you see, this geyus, this arrogance is not coming from within. This arrogance is not something which is natural to a Jewish child. This, this geyus, this arrogance, this, he says, this disgusting and accursed and filthy arrogance, its root and source is a spark of Avarazara, of something that's coming outside of the child. This which comes from the street, which comes from outside of, outside of the Neshama, it is threatening to completely destroy, God forbid, the Amasham. This is the irony. The irony is that we have the, we have the, the, uh, a nation, the Jewish people, that survived all of these murderers, all of these despots who tried to kill us. So those people we've survived. And, and, um, and, in other words, even though the Jewish people have survived all these who tried to destroy us, the, the, uh, a person's friends are doing a better job, so-called friends, or the friends of the, the street and society, which is not trying to hurt, which is not physically trying to hurt us. But in this respect, this gaiva, this arrogance that is, this arrogance that, 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 um, that comes from that, uh, that comes from society, Threatens to destroy this. The, 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 the threatens to destroy the, uh, the the child. So he doesn't have he doesn't have his own das. He grows up without his own das. And he only bends down, bows down before the world. That's what it is. That's it's an That's a spark of idolatry. It's a spark of idolatry. To worry about what everybody thinks about you and what the, and and and, uh, and, what, and what people say about you. Gamrokav Hazem is Dabik Boba Gamhu Moirad Neged Rabosev Aviv. So this sickness, this illness, that comes from outside, this this Avodah causes that person to rebel against, causes the child to rebel against his teachers and against and against his parents. So with his friends and with everybody else, he's he's meek and he's humble. But with his parents, with those people really from whom he should be receiving, from his parents and from his teachers, there we see that he's totally arrogant and, and he's not receptive at all to what anybody has to say. These these conf- conflicting tenuas, these these conflicting. Um, Ways of of acting uh, are evident in, in in the average in the average teenager to, to one degree to another. Many people don't outgrow, but to, to one degree or another. So you'll have somebody that, and you, uh, the, you'll have an adult where the, the the latest fashion came out, 
you know, the, the latest fashion came out that he should that he should wear they should wear a box of Pampers on his head. You'll see him the next day walking around with a box of Pampers, and he's at, and he feels that he's at the height of fashion. But 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 as far as wearing a tefillin on his head, it's an ultimate. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. Why do I have to wear tefillin? I don't even understand the significance of it. And you understand the significance of wearing Pampers on your head? So you can't ask any cautious. You have to have a muna. You have to have simple faith that uh, that the people in, in Paris and London and New York that they that they know what's good for me, they understand what's good for me. But you obey him and your parents and 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 and, and that every single thing. I'm not. I won't until I understand. I'm not keeping this until someone explains this to me. You have to explain this to me. And he, but he'll, but but he'll walk around saying, you know, until you explain this to me, dude, and that's really cool. And hey, and you know, all the stupid lashonas that he picked up from the behemoths on the street, that he doesn't ask. You know, what is it, what is exactly the meaning of dude? Of dude? <laughs> why do you call why do you call people that by that word? And um, and do you think it's appropriate? You're not even allowed to question. If you question that, then, then you're a kaifer. You're you're a heretic. And you're a dangerous person. You're not allowed to question. You're not allowed to question those things. But if someone says, you know, it's a nice thing to wear tzitzis, he says, I, I, I don't get that. That's not, what, what do you mean? Why should I wear? Why do you know? If you explain to me, if someone will explain to me in such a way that I really will understand and it will make sense to me, and I'll feel connected to it, then I'm going to put on those strings. And and while he's telling you that, he's wearing pants that are falling down, that are, that are halfway down, you're almost on the floor, <coughs> and 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 that are like ten feet across. And the and uh, and he's got you know uh, he's got a nose ring and an earring uh, he's got a little stuff dangling from him and he's wearing all kinds of crazy looking things he's got like a skull you know uh, some some or a dead animal hanging from his back who knows what and he's telling you oh, I'm not putting on those strings until I understand them no way so you say listen you know maybe maybe you'll understand it a couple of years from now but it's pretty you know it's been it's been going on for thousands of years very harsh of people you know your grandparents and great grandparents they all the grandfathers they all wore these things and they and and they were very you know very fine people you heard a lot of good things about them they were good people smart people good people well but if his but if his friend wears if his if his friend wears pants that are that are that are, uh, that are hanging down from him he'll put on those pants but if you tell him about sisters that have been going on for a couple of thousand years he doesn't understand he has all kinds of caches on how that could be and what do you mean and Everything else he has a muna. For every Narish guy, there's a muna. And if you tell him, let's say, let, let's say, you know, there's somebody that looks up to, there's some uh, some musician or some ball player that looks up to, him, you tell him that he's that he's a t- that that person's a total loyutzloch, and that uh, he's a worthless he's a worthless mindless animal, and he's not even good at what he does, and 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 you hold that this other guy is a much better batter than him, so he'll he'll attack you, he'll go crazy. How could you say that? Or if you say that you prefer this group. You know, your your favorite group is, uh, you know, whatever, I don't know what the names of the groups now were, Mass Murder. Mass Murderer Incorporated, I don't know, whatever they name these guys. So uh, so that's your favorite group. And he says, no, 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 these guys are much better. So he'll, he'll get so angry. How could you how could you say such a thing? And you, are you crazy? And everybody knows that this group, is a, they sing much better and, they're much, and they're, they're much more talented. How could you even say that? How could you say that? He becomes so opinionated, becomes so opinionated. But the Pakidish, meh, Avdala, learning, eh, nothing. Nobody knows anything. Parents say the parents say it's probably uh, probably a good thing for you to, to take a bath once a week. It'd probably be a good thing for you. Listen, don't tell me what to do. You know, get off my case. I have to, you have to I have to be my own person. And, uh, his own person, because, because some sick friend of his in school doesn't bathe, so he also doesn't bathe. That's all. And he's his own person. What kind of own person is it? Bechlal not. Bechlal not. 
these are decisions that are being made. It's all, it's all, it's all stam. <coughs> so he says, This is, you know, by, by, you see, when we see this happening by teenagers, or we look back on ourselves and to some degree and other, you know, what we went through, so we can, we laugh at it, like the Rebbe says, that a bacham because now we're all good bacham. So you laugh at it, but if you think of what goes on, you can think of what goes on in, 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 in with the adults, with, with the religious adults, without going into prate pratim and so-called uh, orthodox, whatever, without going into pratim, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Every single, every single hevel, every single narishkeit. And a person's afraid to say. And if you and, and, and if if you would get up and say in front of you in front of all Yechaveim, if you would get up and say what it says in Shulchan and to say that this is absolutely wrong, and if you get up and say that 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 what the Svar Makadoshim say about uh, about talking in Shul or about uh, a woman dressing improperly, you can't even talk about it in Shul. A, a rabbi can't talk about it. You know, you're afraid to talk about things because it might threaten it might threaten the the. Uh, the oilam and their view of what uh, uh, you know what they've been hearing all the years, what they've been hearing all the years. So, it's that, so like I said last year, like we spoke about last year, it's never a question of right and wrong. It's not a question of right or wrong. Why can't you get up and say that if a woman wears her hair uncovered, she, she's she's a very I'll this, and uh, and I'll pee din, I'll pee din, I'll pee din. The husband's entirely entirely entitled. It's either he's a question of whether he's obligated to, or he's or he's just uh, encouraged to divorce her. But if you imagine you would say that, get up in front of the, get up in front of the shul, let the rough talk about that. You're not allowed to say it. The person who has a strong sense of self and in a healthy way, with, and someone who has a, who has a, a, a healthy way of of living would say would say, okay, Beseda, I understand. It says in Shulchan Aruch, and you know, and we're not holding by that, and we need time, and 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 we've been raised a different way, and Beseda, and that that's that's the sign of a, of a healthy person. We understand that, and we know that that's the proper thing. And there are individuals who, who look at it that way, and they'll say, "I admire that, and I know that, and that's how my bubby went, and it's it's good, and my or whatever, and I I know it. What can we do? It's hard, and we need time. Beside it, beautiful. Those are beautiful Jews, and even if it takes 20 years, 30 years, whatever it is, you know, you work it out. It's a sugya, like everything in life, you have to work out. It's not different than if you have a bad meter, and if one of us loses our tempers, we don't know that it's wrong. But you say it's wrong, it's wrong, and I got you know I have to fix it. It's broken and needs to be fixed. Say that. So someone could say that about other things in life. <clears throat> what do you spend? What do you spend your time going to? To stupid movies. Do you think that that's what the Torah wants? So person says, "Tucker wrong. I have a taiva and it needs to be fixed." And you know, okay, help me out. Either I'll be have some ideas and let's work together. That's okay. But then you have the other person that says. What are you talking about? And uh, you know, this, I saw this rabbi, and uh, and there are plenty of fine people that they that they, they you know, all those all those stupid lashonos, and and what, and who made you into such a big uh, expert, and why does it have to be? You know, all, all of these things. You know how people react? They, they get very very defensive, and they become and, and they and, and they become total morons when they start you know saying the craziest things. They start saying such crazy stuff that if your kids would say stuff like that, you'd you send them to their rooms. But the adults will say the adults will say the craziest things in the world. Can say that, like about it's never a question of is it right or wrong. Just say is it wrong? Is this right or is this wrong? And how do we measure what's right and wrong? How do we decide what's right and wrong? By what you feel? What is that? What you tell your kids? Okay, honey, if you if you feel like poisoning your baby brother, that's fine. If it makes you feel good, that's okay. Is that what you tell your kids? The whole thing is the whole thing is absurd.
And you have to worry about all the Bali Begas. That if you say, you know, every single Cheshbon of what, if you, if you say the wrong thing, that this person is going to get all upset. All you're saying is what it says in Shulchan Aruch. And, <clears throat> and you have to be so careful not to say the wrong thing. You're a fanatic. You're crazy. You know, you're, this is what it is. You can't say. Yeah. So we're saying that people have born certain meters, right? People have meters that were born, right? But this one is the There's certain that. predispositions to certain Natiyas, yeah. So the person, I mean, for about the one, there's no guy that, there's no feeling or Natiyas towards a guy that's born. No, there's the possibility, there's the potential of, of, of that. That, that that's... Um, it's not grown from it, it's grown, it's grown perhaps, and it's, I don't know if it's sort of... No, the Natiyas and Nefesh, of course, there are certain Natiyas that, that are natural to us. But but how it plays itself out and, and how its influence is very much affected by yeah yeah but that that's the very beginning that's a big subject it's a but there's certainly a nitiest one individual one person will have a strong nitty in this direction in that direction that's for sure true <coughs> so <coughs> the Rebbe says this is the this is the paradox of a person growing up on the one hand humble and receptive and ready to hear what everybody in the world has to say on the other hand an arrogance when it comes to the people who really know what what he should be doing and, and, and how he should be living an unbelievable arrogance and a, and a, and a feeling of rebelliousness the Rebbe says therefore it's not enough for that, since since we're brought up in such a way, it's not enough for a person just to acquire das, to gather more ideas and more das, more information, and to be a person that that, that is learning more and so on. Ragam das atmis yikne, Das atmis means that the, what the Rebbe is saying is that it's for sure true that a person should acquire a sense of self. An appreciation for the self, and to understand who he is, and 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 to be able to also to to have that to have that that feeling of confidence and so on. And not only that, but zehoyikur. Dasatzmus means to learn how to evaluate what is right and what is wrong, to measure, to know what is right and wrong. How do you and how do you decide what's right and wrong? Do you decide what's right by what it says in Shulchan Aruch, or do you decide what's right because of what your friend or your friend says? When you have to make a decision, let's say Shabbos. What's the right thing to do on a Matzah Shabbos? How do you decide? So you you know inside of your heart that that what that that uh, that there are things that are wrong, and and you know that Shulchan Aruch says that there are things that are wrong, but uh, but uh, the chaver or even a spouse could be saying that uh, no, it's not. This is not the, and it's, it's a very difficult thing. It's a very difficult thing whether to go along, not to go along, and certainly when it's negate in Yonim of Shalom bias is terrible. Afal Pichin, there's a big difference between a person who just is swept along with an Irishkeit and somebody who, even if he's trying to see to it that there should be, there's, there's, there's sometimes you have, an, you have between a husband and a wife that there, that there is a conflict in this area. Very often you'll have that one or the other, you'll have one that, that has a strong sense of what's right and wrong, is concerned with what it says in Shulchan Aruch and Mishnah Brun, is worried about keeping halacha properly. And then you'll have the other one whose main thing is to, to, to be like everybody else. Now, in that situation, uh, obviously one has to proceed with caution because of the effects that it could have upon uh, upon the marriage and then the children and so on. So, 
There is one thing, however, that a person has to continuously do. The person who's in that situation has to constantly, constantly remind himself of what's right. And not, and not, God forbid, to just become to become another stam, another one of the chesedim of the of the narish guy. But in, but inside oneself, therefore, how do you know that? How do you know that? How can you tell when you're dealing with such a person? Because that person, that person, even though for the sake of trying to maintain shalom, has to go along with certain things in the meantime, has to go along with certain things while slowly trying to improve the the matziv in the home. That individual will go along slowly with things, but when it comes to those areas of, the, uh, of life where the spouse is not telling you what to do, for instance, how you make an Asher Yotzah. So you're not going to have, you know, your wife's not going to stand outside the bathroom and say, I'm getting very worried, your Asher Yotzahs are much too sincere. <laughs> They're not going to say that. You know, she might say, I insist you come to the movie with me. But she's not going to say, I don't like your Asher Yotzahs, they're getting me nervous. Or she might say, a wife might say, and it goes with the husband to wife. Same thing. The wife might say, you know, I don't want you, uh, I don't want you uh, looking so religious. You know, I don't like that. You want to wear a beard? I don't like the beard. Uh, take that beard off. It makes me sick. That's not who I married. And, uh, you know, I didn't marry some chassidish guy, some rabbi. So wife might say, I don't like the beard. We say this. So that could be a chesed right now. That uh, right now, that, the, that it's too much for her. And she's not used to that, but it could be, so therefore, that there should be shalom. So maybe it's not time for a beard, beside that. It's not a yesoid in Yiddishkeit that you have to dafka have that. But when it comes to, but when it comes to your learning, when it comes to learning, uh, when it comes to, to getting up early, when it comes to being involved in a seder of learning, or when it comes to, to, uh, to your davening and other, and when it comes to your tikkun hamidas, that, the wife who says, "I don't want you to, I don't want you to wear a beard," she's not saying, "I don't want you to be kind to the children." I ins- that's too religious for me. You're being too nice to the kids. It bothers me. Never heard a wife say that. You're being, you're being too nice to me. You're too patient with me. I'm afraid that you're going to become like Rabbi Sol Salanta. It's getting me nervous. <laughs> I, I don't want any chavetz chaim over here. I mean, she'll say, "I don't want any, I don't want anybody." I, she'll say, "I don't want my husband to look like the chavetz chaim." But she'll never say, "I don't want my husband to be as nice as the chavetz chaim." That would make her very happy if he was so nice. No matter what she does, he says it's okay, and he's patient, and he works with her. I never heard anybody. I never heard once where a wife would say, "You're getting, you're getting, your midas are getting too good for me." Never happens. So although there's plenty what to work on, so you'll have a guy that his only thing in life is that he has to put on, let's say, a bekisha, right? He's got to put on a long coat. That's his avoid and avoid is Hashem now he's got to wear a long coat. There's a lot of stuff until, you know, uh, you know there's a lot of other things you can do in Judaism besides, you know, changing your wardrobe. And, and, and especially if you have, if you're married to a woman that it's harder for, because all, all the, the old sadkani is all wonderful, wonderful. Again, it works both ways, but I'm talking to the, to the men now, but uh, they all, very often those, the, the women that are resisting the beards and the bekishes, on a deeper level, they're more religious than, they're more religious than the, they have better meters than the husbands that are, that are spending half their time shopping for hats and jackets and stuff. And the woman has a more chashev than me, this. And she works, she could be, she's a more ice garbage, she's a, she works on herself more than the husband. Hello, what? And that Indian of how to look. Women, especially, women, bichlal, for the most part, are very, are, are very, very concerned about how they look and how things look to other people. It's a, that's a machla that, because, of, because the Indian of Inakeva is to be makabal. The nature of Inakeva, the nature of a woman is to be makabal. And the nature of men is to be mashpia. You understand that a woman, therefore, is going to be more concerned with appearances and what people think and so on. So in her eyes, and the, the guy's saying, "What do you care if I? What do you care if I if I put on a hat? Was a body of a, it's such a big deal? So my friend, where the, what do you care if I wear? For you, you might not care. It might not be a big deal, but for her, it's a chosher thing. And but she might say to you, 
don't you think don't you think you could spend another fifteen minutes with uh, with, uh, with, this, with one of the children and you have a thousand reasons why you can't spend fifteen minutes and for her she'll 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 give the time to the kids. Which is much harder to do than to wear a hat. I'm, you know, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's a big deal to buy a hat. And she'll spend the extra 15 minutes. And she could be, she could be falling off her feet from the hardest day of her life. But if a kid needs her, she'll stay with the kid. And you, and there you are sleeping with your hat. Your back show wrapped up. It's mechai, your mamish mechai. And you think, and then, and then you're crying. My wife is not religious. My wife is so irreligious. I don't know what to do about it. She's not. She's out of it. She's out of it. And this is what you think. Like, why are you lying there with your hat and bag? You know, you're, you're thinking, and you have your fakugled and fachalumed, and 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 my wife is. She's just out of it. I don't know what to do about her. I just don't know. She's not religious. You know, I'm upset. I don't like the way that she dresses. And listen. These are inyanim that especially, these inyanim obviously that are going to, this is itself a very big sugya, but these are, this, this is something that's naturally going to take place where you have, where you have people that are growing at different rates, and it's a common thing, it's, it's not so common in, the, in a world where people are not thinking. Like you don't, you might not see this, if everybody's brought up a certain way and they're used to a certain thing, then they just go a certain way, this one's, uh, they used, but when you have, when you have, People who are who are thinking and who are trying to grow and are trying to work on themselves, so obviously that doesn't happen with two adults at the same pace, and it could cause it could cause great difficulties, and and one has to be one has to be very very careful. Other Rabbi, certainly Shalom Bayis is is, is, a, is a tremendous tremendous uh, uh, is a tremendous thing, and one has to be very careful. At the same time, one has to know when to say Ad Khan. You know, there are certain things that one. That it's not that it's not acceptable, uh, and, and I can't give into this. But what I'm the, the side of what I'm saying now is that even when a person does have to give in, even when a person does have to give in because he sees the the, the God forbid is jeopardizing the whole balance of the home. So there are times that a person has to give in, but within himself, he can't he can't God forbid just become like a stam, uh, uh, an imitator, and a, a, he can't become, he can't lose his das atzmas, and therefore that's why I'm saying that in such a situation where in one area that person has to give in and has to go along with with, with somebody else, <coughs> a family member, in that situation the way to strengthen his 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 devekis tayasham is is in other areas where it doesn't affect the shalom bayis that he has to he has to be careful kiflaim he has to work much much harder to <clears throat> in his avoid in those in those areas much much harder in those in the areas that 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 where, where he's not expected to go along with everybody he doesn't have to be like everybody where he's given permission so to speak by by a wife by a husband you have the same thing many times with a Many we have many of the women that 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 are moving in a moving ahead, moving ahead in a certain way, and the husbands are lagging behind, and it's uh, the the women are, the the women are making certain tikkunim, and, and and it's also it's a, it's a problem about uh, how do you coordinate two intelligent people? You see, in homes where people are just are just going, doing what everybody is, says, are just going along with society, you don't have these issues. So it looks like wow, they're such a happy couple. You're right, they're both amoebas. They're very happy. Neither of them think about anything. It's, it's amazing how much they share in common. They share they share all of that in common. They're, they're both completely mindless imitators and personators. And then it's, it's great. It's right. They'll always you know they hold hands. You know as they walk out of shul, smiling and waving to the crowds, and, and uh, everything's just perfect and fine. And you're thinking, Gewalt, and here you know I have such I have such aggravation because I want this and I want it to be better and I. And, and and we can't see eye to eye. People don't see eye to eye. That's part of growing. That's okay. It's a healthy thing. You love people. You love you, people who love each other. They try to grow. They try to talk. They try to over time to work on. But that's a similar.
as being alive. But the but the ones who have those those, those plastic looks and they just you know and everything. So the so it's true they don't have that aggravation that comes with trying to grow. But as far as the oinig and the simchas achayim, they don't have they don't know what it means to have the chias. They don't have that chias of what it means to be alive with Yiddishkeit and the chias of, of of searching for the truth and caring about the truth bechlal. And you see it in the children. You see it say there in the children how that comes out in the children. How the plastic people end up how, how their kids end up. It's rachmanis. They don't have a chance. The children of the plastic people don't have a chance. They're mamish doom. But with the people that are that are working on themselves, even if they even if you have chilukim with a husband and wife, and they they don't quite it's not quite aligned and so on, there is some degree of conflict of tension. But the kids, you see a hush of the kids. Kaseido, I see this. Even though it's hard, but there's a chshivas because there's a melchama. I mean, a melchama in a good way. There's something they're looking, they're trying, they're working on the Indian. They're in the sugya. The kids are thinking. They're hearing. They're hearing ideas. They don't just sit down and. and like like zombies, they're working on the Indian, and even though they have to go through certain yisurim, but I see a kaseda that the, that the children that come out from those situations are much much more. But the, the kids that work on themselves and are growing and the more, that are infinitely more chashiv than the ones that just come that are that are being that are being raised in those homes that the of the uh, you know of the ones who are uh, who are bowing down to everything around them. <clears throat> you can't even compare any diamond. So one shouldn't, God forbid, be disheartened, to be discouraged. The Iker is, the Iker is to, to, to proceed with Simcha and with Shalom and to try to, and to try as much as possible with Naimus in a gentle way. And, and it's, and one thing is, one thing is always, uh, uh, one thing is always true, and I've said this to so many of my students. So you'll have, you'll have, uh, you know, I had all the years, the students of mine that they were from non-religious homes, so, they wanted to keep Shabbos. They wanted to do certain things. Uh, uh, you know, there were there were girls that so you had there were, there were girls, young ladies, you know, 16, 17 years old that I had many situations over the years where they wanted to dress in a certain way and they would they would go work and earn their own money to try to buy some nice dresses, some skirts that that's near that. You know how many times I had situations where mothers went with knives, and I had I, I could think of at least a dozen situations where there were mothers that went with knives and, and and tore up all the all the dresses that the girls bought, or threw them in the garbage. A girl went and she she didn't even ask the money for I had many situations she didn't even ask the mother for any money, because you know the mother would never buy me something that she didn't agree with this kind of an outfit. The girl worked and she bought herself a skirt. She wanted to look nice. She wanted to dress a certain way, and the mother went and, went and tore everything up. <coughs> so. So I, 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 you know, when a girl like that comes crying the next day that she opened the closet and everything was on the torn to shreds, and she comes to, what do you say to a girl like that? It's a, it's a, it's an unbelievable thing. So the, the ikir is that when you tell somebody, you know, if, if your mother would see, if your mother would see a few things, if your mother would see a, that Yiddishkeit is something that makes you happy, makes you happy, makes you, makes you, makes you a happier person. Parents want the kids to be happy, even though they have a hard time with the they have a hard time with this whole thing of the kids getting religious and so on. But the parents, that's some parents want the kids to be happy. <clears throat> Maybe not always at their expense, but they want the kids to be happy. So if you're going, if your Yiddish guide is one that gives the parents the impression that it makes you like super duper intense and depressed and carrying around like the whole gullus on your shoulders, then they then they don't believe that it's good for you. A and B. If you would, if your parents would see that by you being somebody who's shemitah and mitzvahs, that you're you're more respectful and you spend more time with them, it's a very natural thing that when the parents are less religious and the kids get more religious, that they don't want to spend as much time with the parents. They'd rather be with the with the chavrusa. They'd rather be with other, you know, with someone that's more like them. 
And what did, what did the parents see? The parents see the kids are getting further away from them. What did, what did Yiddishkeit do for my child? Yiddishkeit made my child less connected to me. So anybody who's in such a situation has to go overboard. All those kids have to go mamish the other way to show that what to work on the meat is to be more patient, to be more kind, to offer to be more helpful in the home. And your parents begin to realize that, you know what? The kid's working on himself. This Yiddishkeit is, is doing wonders for him. But very often they see just the opposite. They see that the, kid, the, kid, the kid's Yiddishkeit is making him angrier and more rebellious and, and nasty. And he's acting out certain things that we never saw before. And you have the same thing with husband and wife. If somebody if somebody's moving ahead at a faster pace, but the, but the other the spouse sees that in terms of kindness and generosity and tikkun amidus and working with the kids and, and so on and so forth that there are that there's tremendous progress. You know what? Over time, the hat becomes less of a big deal. Not again, the hat is nice. I'm just saying whatever that Indian is that you like to you know do, it becomes less of a big deal. It becomes less significant in, in, that, in the spouse's life. Because why? Because they see that. You know, he's more of a chashur, he's, he's becoming a chashur of a person. It's a shivas to him. In terms of ben adam al-chaveira, which is the hardest thing to fix. Ben adam al to do things like, you know, uh, you know, you, you, you got the biggest chicken for kaparas this year. That's not such a hard thing. You just shop around and there's a big chicken, you shlok kapar. <laughs> it's not such a hard thing. That's like, you come home, you say to your wife, you know, she, and she would like to tell you, shlok kaparas with me every day. What do you mean? Yes. Yeah, shlokaparas. Don't tell me about shlokaparas. What? No. So I'm just making a joke. So you shlokaparas. So you, so you, so you, so you're so proud of yourself that you're the biggest kaparas shlokah in the whole five towns. You know, and she and she knows. I wish she stopped shlokah kaparas with me every day, yelling and screaming and carrying on and bossing me around, telling me what to do and how to live, and you don't give me a moment to, you know. You don't make me. F- you're constantly criticizing. How many husbands and wives are constantly? You have a guy that that he, that, that you have a husband that he, that he's talking such a religious thing, and that every single thing that the wife does, he's critical. He puts down. He puts down. You have so many women that they feel constantly put down all the time, and then when this guy gets more religious, they see that as a put down also. That's also put down. And he lets her not. Oh, he he reminds her that what that she's not doing this. She's not doing this. She's not this. She's not that. I. She's raising the children with such a hava, and she's so good and a good in the shaman, and she's helping her friends, and she's constantly doing good things. So in that area that you're that you're working that you're working on, so that's not right now what she's working on. But you don't see the milus of the person, the gevaldige milus. So instead, she gets criticized. So why should she want to be more religious for this guy? When she feels that when she feels that, that her husband loves her and is good to and looks up to her and praises her, v'chula v'chula. So then, she wants, like a child, same thing with any child, this is, that's how we all live. And you want to please the person. Why should I try to please this guy? What does he ever do for me? So now he's telling me, i got to wear a shmat on my head. Why? But i got to put this thing on my head. What does he do for me? What does he put on his head for me? What does he do for me? What do I gain out of this? It's partially, it's a simple svar. Again, I'm making, a, I'm making a, obviously, you know, I'm creating typologies that are very extreme. And all these things exist on different, very, very subtle levels. But really, if you think about it, many of the, that's, that's how many of the, that's how many of the uh, spouses think. Like, why should I go the extra yard? Because when you see that there's a good relationship, so I, I, very often I have these situations, and I, and I, I got into this thing because this is something that comes up all the time. And I, but, but it has to do a lot. It has to do a lot with what we're talking about. But you know, I'll see, I'll, I'll see this all the time that you'll that you'll have that you'll have you'll have a couple. And that they're having a they're having a machloikis, so husband having a machloikis about a certain minig or a certain Indian. So then, you know, I'll turn. Now you see they're fighting over something. 
Like that doesn't see, it shouldn't be such a big deal. Like it's a. The Roshev talks about the, the conflict that the Guf and the Shoma have regarding celebrating Shabbos. Right. Because there's one Mahalach. Then the Shoma has. Another Mahalach. Then you have to. Avadi, you have to. You can't starve yourself in Shabbos. That's, that's exactly right. That's, that's exactly. Balsam Tavakal just spoke about the. It's in the Talmud Siyak of all the Swarm. That's why you besachbulus tasm alchama. You have to do with chachma. You have to do with seichel with chachma. But you see this, I see this kisayi. You'll have a, a husband and wife that they're prepared to go, to, to go to basement. About what? I don't know. Uh, he wants to wait six hours between the and milk, and she wants to wait three hours. That's what her father did. Right? Whatever it is. Well, this is Gibrox and not Gibrox. That's a knedlach. Homes are destroyed over knedlach. A kugel, right? The cousin said the, the Shalom Bayes kugel, right? The Tedder kugel, uh, and our house is Shonth and Simmus. <laughs> I, li- I like Simmus, and uh, I'm excited. This is a, uh, an ever, right? So you have these in your you have these in your And they're ready to go to Basin, like, you know, about this, about what, about a minute that's not even buffetish, and he goes like this, so do it. So, so I say like this. So, so you know, you, you, you look at this. From the outside, you watch two beautiful Jews, two beautiful people that you see. The mom is sweet, wonderful people, and they're ready, and they're getting to machlokes over something like Gibraltar, right? Or Chalvis. So I don't know, whatever. It's certainly not a Yisoid in Yiddishkeit this way that way. So then, so, so you say, but you say, but you know something? But, but he's not going to he's not going to eat that. He doesn't want to eat that thing. That's uh, that, that's uh, for whatever reason he came to that point that he doesn't want to eat Gibraltar on Pesach. Whether, we, whether there is anything like that or not, that's not the point. What I, what, I, what I often will say is, don't you love your, don't you love your husband? I'll say to husband, don't you love your wife? A hundred percent I love So why don't you just make him happy and do that? You know? <laughs> What's the big deal? So you know, so, so don't put the mats in the water. <laughs> just don't do it, you know, make him happy. If, 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 if a person that you love said, could you pick me up at the station at two o'clock, you wouldn't do it. So he's saying, instead of picking me up at the station, so, so, so uh, cooked out without... Uh, Cooked out without, make it with potato starch instead of with matzo meal. Instead of picking me up at the station. Nope. It's not this. And by all the time, this kaseda. Kaseda. <clears throat> because there are, other, there are other things that are going on. Unless it doesn't make sense. A partial thing is that. We're all the time doing things for people that we love, even though we'd rather not do them. What do you mean? You, get, you know, it's, it's 12 o'clock at night. Daddy, can you pick me up? I'm in, you know, uh, uh, I'm in Bayswater. <laughs> it's never far away. Far away is ba- it's always Bayswater, right? Like, you, just past, past, far, you still gotta go past far. <laughs> so, keep it up here. I thought you, you said you're sleeping over there. Nah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not feeling good over here. I don't like to feel Bad vibes. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like 1.30, got bad vibes. I gotta go to Bayswater. Pick we don't do that all the time? Because say that's what we do. Why? So you're gonna start getting to a whole machlok, but, but you said you're gonna stay. What are you, some sort of an, are you an imbecile? You're going to get into machlokas with your kid? Well, the kid doesn't want to stay. It feels uncomfortable. Who knows what? You go pick up the kid. You love the kid. You mavati, you mavati yourself. Why? Not because I believe in this or I could discuss this. Why? And you should. What kind of a person are you that you said you're going to stay and then you backed out? And you just go because, you know, you, you, what are you going to do? It's late and the, kids, the kid needs you and you go. But when it comes to, but you see machlokes in, in, uh, between a husband and a wife on such on such a yonah that a klinikite, mamish klinikite, and you just say, why don't you just do that? It makes the person happy. 
Or you say the same thing. Why don't you? Why don't you don't do, don't do that? So then she could say, you know what? So then this year, so so eat the matzah meals. She's not. She's not ready for it. So eat the matzah meals. No, it's kefalech. This is the avera of all avera. So you eat the matzah meal. So maybe next year you won't eat the matzah. The Rama also ate matzah meal. The Vilgan also ate matzah meal. So this is your chesidus, chesidus, chesidus to you. Chesidus, you're destroying your marriage. So, so when people, when when people love each other, and they're not prepared to give. Any, so this is what I'm saying. But if a wife sees, or if the husband sees, that the other one mamish does whatever he or she can to please and to be good and to help and to care. If that wife would see that the husband Mamish Mamish is thinking about her and is trying to be good and trying to help her with her children. And he says, Honey, would you mind if we use potato starch this year? You don't think the wife would give in? Why shouldn't she? Unless she's unless God forbids there's such like Sean is. But why why wouldn't she give in? She's okay. You know, you, you go the extra mile for me. Right? You're always helping, you do what you can. So you ask, now don't say it's a religious Indian that it's disgusting, you can't eat, you can't eat matzah meal. Just say, you know what, it's a, it's a mishagaz, a mishagaz. Do me a taiva. Do me a taiva, use potato starch instead of matzah. Can you do me a taiva? Because, you, because well, you see that I love you and I try to do whatever I can to help you. So I'm asking you, do me a taiva and use potato starch, is that alright? Ruba the ruba, that's okay. Ruba the ruba, that's okay. <coughs> and, 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 it's something that a person has to use with seichlam, with chachma, to understand that 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 when you work on yourself, when you try to be good, so then that's the that, that's that itself is the best way to be able to move ahead with your Yiddish kaitan. With the other minyanim, that eventually you can't have you know if you, if that's what you like, if you like to have a hat in the back of your shirt, if that's what you know makes you happy, eventually you can have that too. But but the problem is when when they're in yonim in the marriage and the, and the, and a wife doesn't see that you're a person that's that's living with her most in your mind uppermost in your mind and the kids and all of a sudden you come home with a new thing that you know you picked up that you want to dress this way you want to do this thing so then this certainly is a hisnagdis why should she what do you do for me I don't get it like now now in addition to in addition to all the to all the aggravation I have in the house now when I walk in the street I have to have every, every single person in the world look at me and think that oh what's going on uh, you know I'm walking with my husband and he looks so different and uh, you know it's 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 a, it's, it's a hard in you especially for a woman to live that way but if she would desperately want to make you happy and please you because of how you are to her I'm not saying that it would work right away but over time. It would, over time, it would, it would be able to be accomplished because she'd want more than anything for you to be happy. If she sees that you want her to be happy, but that kind of avoider takes years. That takes years, and this guy has only two weeks to get his back issue. You understand? And that avoider takes years and years and years to work until a person has confidence that this is something which is real. And you know, my husband is really so good to me and really so caring. It takes years to work on. Now, obviously, I'm t- there's a difference between Gebrachs and Gebrachs, Bekitches, and, and Shmir Shabbos. I mean, I'm not talking to wives, you know, if, if there's a spouse that expects you to Michal Shabbos or something. Yeah, a person has to know what, what are what are major battles and what are, and if you and if you and if you're not so if you're not so crazy about the little about the skirmishes, then you'll be able to be Matzliach in the bigger Mulchamis. That's why I say to the students, if you if you don't make this right now, so I say, and I've said this, this is, you know what, right now. So I had many times, I didn't have boys, I have, the, I have, I have students of mine that the guy shows up with payas, you know. You know, I see that it's starting to grow a little bit, and he's letting... So I had, you know, kids that are from non-religious homes. So I, I'll go over to the kid, and I'll take him on the side, and i say, what are you, what's going on behind your ears over there? 
So he says, oh, maybe I'm trying to grow payas. I see. Cut those things off. The free, and, I, and I'll say, come to me through the office. I'll cut them off if you don't want to come on. What are you growing payas? What for? That's what you have to go payas? Your parents aren't even religious. You tr- I said, you're growing payas. I'm telling you something. You're, you're prepared to throw away Shabbos because you want to have payas? When you be married, you have your own house. You want to go pay. It's between you and your wife. Right now, you have to worry about having Shabbos in the house. And if your parents are going to see a son that walks in all of a sudden with pay, then for a kid, not only they're not going to want to have a blech for you, not going to want to, not going to want to buy you the right foods and to make it a nice Friday night that you should make kiddush and that you should have a nice Shabbos. Just the opposite. They're going to make every mukham in the world that you shouldn't have a Shabbos. So you're prepared to grow pay and the chesed of Shabbos? What's the matter with you? Shabbos is Shabbos. The is more fun. Pace is fun. It's a cool thing, no? Look at and they see like they got, ooh, he's got stuff going on behind his ears, and it looks good. Everybody has to measure, like, what's choshev, what's important. When you're married and you have your own, you and your wife decide what you want to say there. These are, these are mice and mechal yom. But you have, you have a person that's prepared to destroy a home for the sake of something that's mechal, not a yisai in Yiddishkeit. And then when it comes to what's important in Yiddishkeit, he's lost. He's lost. He's crying. I can't. I can't keep mitzvahs. I can't keep shabbos. I can't do this. I can't do that. <clears throat> this, this, this itself, this itself is one of the most important in Yonah. I mean, obviously, it should be discussed in a, in a larger context, and it has to be discussed also with you know, with wives and, and husbands together, and to work these in Yonah out, and all these in Yonah. It's not pashit, <clears throat> but, but. Uh, it's late, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go off into this whole Indian, but I have it on my mind because of different Yisurim that people have. So we'll continue, we'll pick up on, on, on uh, after Yontif on, uh, on Samach Tess, which is Lachain. Oh,